This is episode 166 on The Herpreneur Show. Today we have author, entrepreneur, speaker on the joy of business, Simone Millicis. Welcome to The Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Bit of an update from the last episode, ladies. I don't know if you recall when I did the morning routine, I said at the end of it, you know what, I actually would love to just start my day earlier. I'd love just to be able to get up at 5, 5.30 and just naturally be, you know, awake. I think I could do that. And just the power of me saying that to you, ladies, I put the energy out there. And ever since I put that out into the universe, guess what? I am naturally waking up 5, 5.20, 5.30, and I'm up and I cannot wait to get started with my morning practice. So I've got more time to meditate, more time to journal and connect, and I'm just astonished that putting that out there and look at that, bang, getting up very easily, no alarm needed. Wow. And uh, I did mention those three things on the wish list as well in that episode, and I would like to update you that I did secure one of them. So I finally went ahead and bit the bullet and grabbed the sauna. Yes, it feels so good to finally bite the bullet on something I've been waiting for a very long time. So I cannot wait for my infrared sauna to turn up next month and start this full body detoxification. Apparently, I had been inquiring since 2019, the lady said to me (laughs) when I rang up to book it. And I said to her, well, I'm glad I've waited because this one has four rays and um, it also has red light therapy. So I'm going to look fantastic as well as be healthy on the inside. Now we will get somebody on the show talking about saunas because you might be thinking the hot steamy saunas, uh, they're quite hard to breathe in. Um, I know for me, I just want to get out of them pretty much straight away. What I've actually ordered is called the Impulse and it has four different rays and red light therapy, but we'll get more into that when you get an expert on. Let me set the tone before we bring on Simone. And these are her words. She wrote, what if there were no problems and only possibilities? Many of us create stress and problems as a way of avoiding a reality we're in denial about. If you're scared of taking the leap into something new, or if you keep identifying problems in your life, ask yourself possibility questions. Ask yourself what's available now. And that is, ladies, just a glimpse of where we're going today. Simone Millicis is a best-selling author, self-made multimillionaire, and the creator of Joy of Business programs. She's been seen in Forbes, Huffington Post, Mind Valley, and many other media outlets. Simone is an innovative business leader, a best-selling author, and a global speaker. You hear today how many lives she touches on a regular basis and continually scoots all around the world, holding these incredible events and being one of the facilitators there. Simone's capacity for wealth creation catapulted her from $187,000 in debt into being a multi-millionaire with a thriving and diversified portfolio of businesses, which you also hear in today's interview. Simone's approach to business for the past 30 years cannot be found inside of textbooks, ladies. For instrumental growth, we're talking about access consciousness today. This is over 176 countries globally. As the founder of Joy of Business, she creates programs and mentors entrepreneurs globally to create greater wealth, success, happiness, and well-being. Let me bring on the lady of the hour. Let me introduce you to Simone Melissus. Where 
are you calling from today, Simone? Welcome to the Herpreneur Show. Uh, I'm actually calling from Bridgian Beach in Queensland, so I'm home for a short period of time. Oh, oh my gosh. And she travels a lot. I just had watched this morning an interview, ladies, and I think she was in Italy five months ago. Is that right? Yeah. And I'm heading off to Italy in a couple of weeks as well. And what's in Italy? What's in Italy? Well, this time I'm going to, I have a few things, but one of the things that we have is a castle. I'm part owner in a castle there, as one does. It's just outside of Milan and it's called Castle Borgoni. So Castello di Castle Borgoni. And it's got a huge, big, beautiful ballroom there as well. So I'm actually doing a class there called Choice for Wealth and doing it live at the castle, which is always so nurturing and so beautiful. And then I'm off to Rome for another class. And, yeah, I do a lot of stuff in Italy. Yeah. Like yeah. me. Because you travel so much in your book, even at the start, just when I was reading it, just yeah. being called to feel like you need to go to India. Ladies, we've got the book today, Joy of Business. And I'm going to just read a piece out of there. I want to get straight into a message because this came to me this morning when I wanted to know where to start this interview. And normally, as you ladies know, that we might dive into somebody's journey to get to where they are now. However, this I feel like is a really good starting point. So Simone, in your book, page 78, you say, everything is consciousness, including your business. A business has a way it wishes to develop. And when you receive and you are are in allowance of that, it can be much more successful. I always ask my business, what would it like? What would it like to do? Who would it like to meet? Who would it like to be involved with? You may not have a cognitive answer to those questions and it's okay. It's about asking the questions and allowing the energy to show up and guide you to that next step. So I would like to start with that. What can you share with us about that? Because I love you saying your business is consciousness. Yeah. And there's things that it wants to do. So can we have that as a starting point today? Sure. And I have a really good example of that today. It's funny how I know I wrote that book many years ago and sometimes I need to hear my own stuff, you know. (laughs) So I, I have many businesses, but the main thing I'm involved in is called Access Consciousness. And Access Consciousness is you know, pretty much predominantly the reason why I travel around the world and do seminars and and the book Joy Business was written with stories, you know, of what I've chosen, but also using access tools. So that's predominantly what I do. Now, because I'm me, I also have all these other little sideline things that I do, other sideline things like from, you know, I invested in a in a gym in Tasmania. These two guys were amazing and I just really believed in them. And I was like, I think you guys can outcreate F45, like with what they're doing. And I know many different things, but there's another business I have called Antiques and Possibilities. And I'm part owner in two antique shops in Brisbane and one in Prigium Beach. Now, just before this interview, I went for a walk. I often walk down to the village and I run home. It's a you know, nice little, little movement of my body. Mm-hmm. And I walked in the shop and I walked around the village and it is crazy quiet everywhere like we are not doing well at the moment its sales are down you know to the point where we had to ring the um, real estate which I and no shame in this either and I and I highly recommend it if you are having a problem with your business ring the person you owe money and they're so grateful and I said hey can you give us some more time to pay the rent because we're we're low on the rent for this business you know And I walked around the village and I'm looking at everything and all the shops the restaurants are busy like you know everyone's sitting down to eat and drink 
Mm-hmm. But as I ran home, I, I was like, okay, and I started tapping into the energy of the business because for me, Antiques and Possibilities, that business has an energy of its own. It is not, I am not that business. And I think so many people misidentify themselves as their business, you know, like it's like mm-hmm. Dave the plumber and then Dave's only a plumber, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever that may be. And so I tapped into the energy of the business and I have a business partner and a manager and I ran home and I just had this huge download of all these different ideas from everything. I was like, do we do something like, it's called antiques and possibilities. Do we do a big fun thing and cross the antiques out? Like have a big sale up to Christmas and then go, this is about possibilities and maybe bring an access class in there or something. I was just like, give me anything, everything. I want to indulge in what this business desires and requires because it's an epic position in the village like it's mm-hmm. really good geographical everything it's just so slow at the moment and it's really quiet and because I travel so much it's really interesting to perceive the mindset of different countries and you know I'm going to say I was just in Colombia recently and Mexico and then I was in Europe recently as well and there is a different mindset like people seem to be stepping into thriving a little bit more. They're not doing this like, oh, my God, we're, you know, we're dying. And Australia has very much got that energy at the moment of mm-hmm. we are in a recession, so the next choice is depression. And I think that's a choice. I don't think mm-hmm. we need to do mm-hmm. that. I always think it's, it's it's interesting how, you know, one day we're, we're sitting in, in whatever this is and then the next day the government says we're in recession and everyone goes, oh, and yeah, like, different from today than yesterday. Like we get to choose our future. So mm-hmm. And it's hard to, it's not fight against that, but the mentality of everyone freaking out, like, to be honest, you know, in Australia, we talk about our interest rates going up. Now, our interest rates are incredibly low compared to the rest Uh, of the world. Like, I told my friend who's a lawyer in Austria, and he's like, what? And he was like, that's your interest rate? It's like, and theirs is, you know, double already just from starters. Mm. But I noticed that the mindset and the projection of what occurs, like just recently they said, well, the Reserve Bank hasn't done it yet, but it's most probably going to increase the, you know, the the interest rates another time. And that's already, I think, two or three times more than what they said. So people start to freak out. Mm. Got that, right, with your business. Okay, how are you going to handle that with not buying into it and making that real and solid in your world? And then I've got a bricks and mortar business that's retail. That's just people are walking in and going, oh, my God, your stuff is beautiful. And I always muck around going, yeah, but it's not a museum. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't say that to people, but it's like that's sometimes what it, it feels like because people yes, are like, yeah. gorgeous. And I'm like, where's your credit card? You know, you know, yeah. whatever. And so and how do you make, like, like, and thank you, like how do you make that laughter out of it and that joy out of it mm. and that fun out of it without getting stressed? Mm. I am not looking to create any business I have that will make me stressed. And, mm. you know, I did a class a long time ago that was called, I'm going to remember the way they said, it was called Quitters Never Win and Winners Sometimes Quit. Because for me that whole thing is you've got to know when to go, you know what, I think we're done. Yeah business and then also but how many people quit just before they're about to become successful yeah there's that picture of them you know this man under underground picking for gold and then puts his tool down he's just sitting there and he's just one more dig away and then the gold's just on the other side yeah i i would like to touch on a few points the first one is 
you know, I just recently went over to Singapore and I was thinking, are we really in a recession? I don't buy that. Everyone's here at the airport. Everyone's going on holidays. Everyone's at this nice resort. Half of Western Australia go to Bali every <laughs> second month. It's I, I like what you're saying, which is the mindset. And, ladies, if we stop spending money, you know, the, the money is energy and it all flows. When you're holding on to it, then that's what's going to create the recession <laughs> because exactly. no one's spending. If, you, if you're spending, it, it, it helps. It helps move that energy forward. So I love that you you mentioned that. I, I would like to talk about a time that happened with me a few years ago because I think a lot of women will um, relate to it. And really I've done so much work on all I want to do now in business is stuff that makes it fun. I yeah. just want fun. Just everything that's fun. Is this fun? No. Okay. <laughs> what needs to happen to make it fun? If it's not fun, it's not a match. It's not my vibration. Boom. It's 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 out. Though years ago I was running events and they were hard. They were really hard. But I had the mindset that I could not afford to pay for people to help me at my event. So it made it harder for me. Yep. And then I had volunteers. Mm -hmm. But because I am not, and I'd love for us to talk about receiving, because I was blocking, there was a mindset shift in me that I was totally unconscious of, not aware of, and making things harder. And then the volunteers didn't turn up for one of my events and that was the hardest event I've ever done. It was a two-day event. I was checking people in. I was ushering them in. I was actually doing the event. I was doing the sales pitch at the end. I was signing up. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, I had one and a half people sign up out of that two-day event. <laughs> the average the should be at least, at least six. And the half was because I negotiated this right. lady to come right. in at the lower end of a membership, which normally... Right. You know, I wasn't filling yeah. up at that stage. So yeah. I'd love to talk about this with the blocks that we have with our business, The what receiving is. Can we get into that and how it actually shows up like it showed up for me back mm. then? Now yeah. I had to learn a hard way. You know, it was a really hard way that I was learning for myself, though I got the answers now, what I wanted, <laughs> what I should have done. Well, I would look at that too and say, Annette, did you learn the hard way or was it the, actually the easy way? Because oh. we put it into a category of being hard, but what if that was yeah. actually easy? Like you gained yeah. awareness from it. And oh, so, I love that reframe. I love it. Yeah, a yeah. few tools that I would look at too because, I mean, if we're, if you're in business, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you don't wake up and every day is rainbows and, and unicorns. It's like sometimes you're just like, what the hell? And it's like, what is going on or how am I going to handle this? And you may fall flat on your face. And it's like, what are you going to do the next day? Are you going to get up and mm. keep moving forward? Or are you going to go, that didn't work, and then choose to fail? It's like, mm -hmm. that is your choice. And you need to be in question every single day. So one of the questions I always ask is, when something shows up that I, I'm like, oh, that maybe might not have been my brightest choice, or I lost money, or I lost a deal, or something didn't come mm -hmm. through, whatever, what awareness did I gain? That is my golden question. What awareness did I gain? Because every single time something like that is showing up in my life, I have gained so much awareness. Mm -hmm. That is just absolute gold. For that awareness, mm -hmm. nobody can take that away from you. You have that for life. 
And one of the first tools I ever learned from Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access Consciousness, I was sitting in San Francisco at this business seminar in the front seat, just like going, oh my God, this is everything that I knew was possible with business, but nobody was talking about it, you know, because I think we all grew up with that. You know, I grew up with my father with a, you know, a suit and tie and a briefcase and that was business. That's what you had to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember years later, I thought the briefcase was so important and I asked him what he used to carry in there and he said, my sandwich and my apple and the newspaper. And I was like, to me, it was like, that was the the definition of business, you know, having your briefcase. And I'm like, and that's what you had? Not like these important papers that, you know, whatever. <laughs> so we have this like weird judgment and point of view about what business is from being so young and I think mm. I think we we do get to choose something different now and I love the fact that you've mentioned you know you choose what what makes you happy and, and what is ease like my the name of my mm. company is actually called whatever makes you happy and that's my like I have companies and trusts and lots of different things and that's a whole other topic but my main company is called whatever mm. makes you happy right you're limited that's it because I always desire to choose, you know, whatever makes me happy. But I uh, love that. The tool that I would would suggest is how many of you, like listening, have decided that nobody can do the business as well as you. Mm. And mm. I was a big one for that. I was like, no, they can't. I can do this better, this better, this better. And then I remember when Gary said to me, "So who are you hiring?" And I went, oh, my gosh, if I have that point of view, I'm hiring people who cannot do the business um, better than me. So from that moment, I started looking at it and everyone I started hiring, I went, oh, I'm going to ask for people who are better than me to show up, who are better at sales, who are better at organization, better at accounts, better at, you know, cold calling, better at talking to people. And so many people have this point of view and they go, oh, but if they're better than me, they will take over or they'll do this. So what? So many people don't actually desire to own their own business, but they love selling and get mm. someone who's better than you. And what if your aim and your, you know, desire well, was that? But I'd love someone to love selling. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I've got a few people that love selling actually. And because it's such a dirty word, sales is like, you know, given yeah. such a, you know, oh, you're in sales. I love my favorite is when people do that thing of going, I'm in sales and marketing because, they want to like the marketing is a little bit more funkier and a little bit more acceptable than sales. But if you're yeah, in business, yeah. you're in sales. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you we are. run the Sales Institute, so we we've got the Sales Institute of Australia. So we're continually, you know, training business owners yeah. in you know being comfortable with communicating their product. And yeah, we always get people that say, do you know any good salespeople? Like if I, I don't want to have to learn it, I just want to get someone to do it. <laughs> so it's just funny you said that. <laughs> but it's, and it's, but to me, it's just so much about engaging as well. Cause if you look at, I always look at who am I attracted to? Like when I walk into a shop, if you're looking at retail and I walk into a shop, who, who do I like? Like, I love the person who engages, says hello, is available if I desire it, but he's not jumping down my throat. You yeah. know, mm. and then just as worse is the one who pretends that you're not in the shop. <laughs> you're yeah. like, yeah, like, Hello, you know, mm. so and and I love one of the videos I watched that you did. I just love the way you addressed the engage. Can you engage? Can you talk to someone? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your, you know, what's your elevator pitch? What's your, you know, I remember someone said to me, What's your elevator pitch? And I said, Depends who's in the elevator. Like, because it's a different person every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm I love that. Boom, 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 boom. But it's like, mm. 
I mean, when I'm traveling, I meet so many people and I never talk about the same thing because it, you pick up on an energy of someone and that's what you address. Yeah. Like where would you go now? Mm. Let's talk about the power of positive questioning because that was something that you just did twice, really either framing something so you see it differently yeah. or like you just said, how you called upon salespeople better than you people better at marketing with you. So what was it that you did to be able to make that shift to be able to attract the right salespeople, the marketing, the right people into your business that are better than you in those tasks? Yeah. Um, I really worked on trying not to control everything Mm -hmm. and not trying to get it right. And so many people would like to be right rather than be free. And if you're willing to give up the right point of view, then you'll have freedom. I mean, if you look at the next meeting you're in, the next pe- you know, people you're talking to, et cetera, you might have some brilliant ideas, but listen to everybody else and then be willing for everything to go away and choose like what's going to create greater for the business and ask that question. What is going to create greater for the business and choose mm. that. Mm. I actually love what you just said. Some people prefer to be right than to be free. Oh, wow. That's a quote right there. Yeah, well, I, I was definitely one of them. I I have worked for years on not trying to control everything because, I mean, even if I look at like years ago, a conversation I would have with someone I worked with, I would go, I'd have the conversation in my head before I had it. Mm-hmm. And I'd think, this is the way it should go. This is the way that's going to get, you know, whatever. And I remember talking to Gary, my colleague, and I said, do you think I could say this to this person? And he said, well, it'll get the result you think you need. And I went, God mm. damn it, it's correct. I'm looking for a result that I think I need rather than, if you look at the energy of that, a result I think I need. Okay, that's only one road. Whereas if I actually open a conversation up and one of the things I did use, which is a great tool, is I asked truth in my head because if you ask truth, it's a universal law that you're going to actually get the energy and know what's going on. And I asked truth in my head and I said, do you still want to do this job anymore? And I just was silent. And so many people will not give the space and the silence. And then the person ended up going, you know what? Actually, I don't. Mm. And then we had a brilliant conversation. Mm. So I was like, well, is there anything else you're interested in? And it ended up taking on to a place that I wouldn't have been able to navigate that if I was functioning from the rightness of my point of view and the result that I thought I had to get like the conclusion Mm. Mm. give it space yeah and anything can show up yeah we try and control our business and trying to control your business is not going to work try and control Mm. a relationship is not going to work yeah and control a kid is not going to work none of it works it's it's so interesting Simone I had a situation last week one of our team members resigned and she, she resigned overnight and I, I had this feeling that it may have pushed, the situation might have pushed her over the edge. She had a meeting with my husband, who's the director, and I just remember feeling, oh, it was just a bit hard. He was, look, I, I could overhear it. And I thought, I just feel like that's going to push her over. Anyway, we get the resignation. I didn't even see it. She sent it to the to her manager. And I just felt off that morning. I thought, oh. I just, I wish I tapped into that feeling and had that meeting with her just to check in, just to see how she was, because I could just hear it. Anyway, I 
asked the manager to see if she would come back just for a meeting, just for the, for the, for the time, just to have a chat and just so we could part ways comfortably. And in my head, I had planned, okay, yeah. I, I, this is what I want to say to her. This is what I could imagine happened. This is blah, 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 blah. And then I just sat there just before we went to get on. It was on Zoom. And I just thought, help me find the right words. That's all I just said to myself. Help me find the right words. Just let me know how to ease into this. And then as soon as she got on, I had just this amazing message to say, ask her how is she going juggling full time and her four-year-old child? Yeah. And I, she turns on the camera and I said, hey, how are you? She said, yeah, good. She goes, I've just had a really busy morning. She goes, sorry, I haven't been able to get back to you. And I said, that's okay. I said, she said, oh, I've just taken my son to school for the first time in a long time. And I just said to mm-hmm. her, hey, I'd love to know when you started with stepping into full time for the first time in four years, how is that going for yeah. you? And she said, actually, it's not really working for me, blah, 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 blah. Then we talked about obviously what happened with her with being reprimanded and we end up working out. She's back on board, but she's just doing a 10 till two with half to hours and happy days. But that was just like with what you're saying. Sometimes we've got this preconceived idea of what we want and then the yeah. same the biggest dramas that go on happen in our head normally anyway. Yes. But then allowing, and I'd love to take this conversation here, is you talk about relaxing into your business, relax into stress. So could Mm. you explain that concept, the concept of how do we relax into stress and how can that help us in business? And obviously it's all life anyway. So look, relaxation is, I think, a really big topic because most people don't really know what relaxation is. Like if I sat 10 people down and said, what is relaxation to you? Unfortunately, a lot of people go to, oh, I'm allowed to sort of do that on a Sunday afternoon or a Friday night or It means, you know, sitting on the couch watching Netflix with a glass of wine or it means being lazy or whatever. It's like, what if it was none of those things? Like, what if we have misidentified what relaxation is? Because for me, it's like relaxation is, you know, what brings you joy, what makes you happy, like we mentioned. Mm -hmm. But also, even if you practice, like for your whole entire day, when you're, if you're cooking dinner, do it from relaxation, not from this frantic energy where you sort of mm. bring in molecules, I mean, which it, it hurts your body. Like your, your organs are just going, ah, what's going on? Because you're like being stressed out. Mm. They're going, okay, so if I was going to cook from relaxation, what would I choose here? You know, and then even asking yourself that question, if I'm going to go into this meeting from relaxation, what would I choose? If I'm going to do this podcast from relaxation, because so many of the times when we're not doing from relaxation, we are going, and again, back to that rightness thing. Oh, mm-hmm. if I get this right, I've got, to, I've got to act a certain way. I've got an image or I've got mm-hmm. whatever. And I don't know about you, but I think as you get older, like I wouldn't want to be in my 20s for anything. And as you get older, you realise that, man, life is for living and friggin' enjoy it and everything, you know, the hurdles, the, the, the celebrations, the moments that you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do next? You know, all of that. Enjoy it. Like your life is for so much enjoyment. And, and I realised at one stage I had no idea what relaxation was. Mm-hmm. So I live across the road from the beach and for three days I went for a walk on the beach and I just sort of tapped into the ocean and the, and the sand, you know, the dunes and everything and was like asking myself, 
you know, if I was choosing relaxation, what would I choose? And just sort of playing with the energy of it. And two things popped for me. One was if I'm functioning from relaxation, time sort of came out of the equation. Mm. And then I went, oh, when time comes out, judgment comes out. But I cannot tell you the amount of times I've said this and I've heard other people say it and go, oh, I woke up late or, you know, I don't have time. And it's like, you woke up late from what? Like in Australia, if I wake up at 7 a.m., that's late, you know, and I'm like, why is it late? Because late late sort of has this energy about it that yeah. it's judging yeah. yourself. Yes. How would you judge yourself? My body obviously needed to sleep. Great. Yay. You know, so if we stop judging ourselves and like that time element, et cetera, you know, I love, what is that? You know, the Hobbit movies and when the wizard arrives and that one of the Hobbits says to the wizard, you're late. And he says, no, a wizard is never late. A wizard arrives when he's meant to arrive. Mm. That's what I, you know, I'm not a late person. Yeah. What if we didn't have that judgment of ourselves for what we're not doing and we actually were so yes. great for what we are doing? Hey, I got here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly think if you relax with your business, your business will increase. Mm, mm. It's funny that you're talking about just with the cooking. And I did a podcast, Your Body is Your Business. I think it was about five episodes ago. And I was saying to the ladies how everything is a representation of of, of you as well. And I was saying I'd lost 14 kilos and it was really just bringing all the stuff in your words, was joy, what brings me joy. And I noticed whenever I was cooking, I had so much stress and angst and I just finished a busy day and and I'd always go, oh, I'll just get a glass of wine while I'll cook. And I thought this is really a bad habit that I really want to break because it's it's actually not relaxing me at all. It's actually creating more of a habit because I finished one and I go, I'll just have a glass of wine with dinner. <laughs> so yeah. then I was like, what am I looking for? what is it that I'm really looking for? And I thought, I just want to have fun while I cook. And then yeah. I just asked myself the question, what is it that makes instantly makes you fun? What's your go-to? And I thought, well, I love music and dancing. And then I instantly just changed it where as soon as I go into the kitchen, I put some great music on, I actually get a mineral sparkling water and then I am dancing and, and going for it. And that's just an example of what you were saying before about, you know, there's these pressures and the things that we do around our life. But if we were just to stop and be conscious of it for a moment and go, hey, what is it that I'm really wanting here? What is it? You could be, you're, that story you told could have been my story. Because it's ah. like, I'll tell you how many times I've done like the cooking, music, you know, and a glass of wine and having that thing of just going, yeah, that's what, you know, that's what is fun for me. And I, I with alcohol, I really had to look at that for myself and go, mm. What am I doing in my voice? Because I like I love having a glass of wine. I love having a cocktail, you know. And tonight I'm meeting a friend and we'll probably have a few cocktails and it will be great, mm. right? But I noticed that I was choosing to have a glass of wine or, you know, ending up being a bottle of wine based on something else. And it was like, what am I avoiding with choosing that? Because it mm-hmm. wasn't bringing me the yes. joy. It wasn't bringing me the fun or the happy. Mm. And I'm not – and I actually spoke to a friend of mine, actually my ex, who is an alcoholic. And I was talking to him and I said, do you think I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> he, said, he said, no, Simone. He said, you're not. He said, look, when you like drinking, you like drinking. He said, but you'll have a glass of wine. And he said, and then you'll have the bottle sitting in the fridge for ages. And he said, or oh, I've seen you drink a cocktail 
and not finish it and pour it out the sink. And he was like, an alcoholic doesn't do that. And, mm. you know, we had the, we had a really vulnerable chat about it because I was mm. sort of like, am I, I'm concerned. But I did notice that I, what I would do was try and put alcohol at the forefront to bring me joy. Mm. Yeah. And that's not what I wanted to choose. I didn't want to choose alcohol to bring me joy. I wanted to choose for me and my choices to bring me joy, whatever that is. But yeah. not excluding it, not going, that's bad, yes. that's evil, that's awful. It's mm. like, okay, let's broaden this. Let's relax into, you know, everything that's available. And, I mean, I have a million indoor plants now. It's like that brought me a lot of joy, you know, and I started, yeah, yeah. you know, playing with my plants, which was even more joyful than having a glass of wine. But then now having a glass of wine sitting outside with my plants is joyful, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, ladies, if you do want to listen to that, I think it's episode 162 because I talk about triggers as well. So we start to create these patterns so I actually share exactly what I did personally that helped me break my triggers. So that would be, if, if this is resonating and you're thinking, okay, I think I might need to really just ask myself some questions about this and you want to go a little bit deeper, you can hear my story about how I actually rewired that and just really got to the bottom of it. I would love to know when it comes to tips of turning problems into possibilities exactly like you did for me with an event that I did out in Brisbane and you were saying well what if that was actually easy Annette you reframed it beautifully let's talk about that tips for turning perceived problems into possibilities with business in life go for it well, look, I think it's 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 literally just asking that question is the moment you think you have a problem, because that's the thing is, I mean, we've talked about that already of how much thinking we do and having these conversations in mm. our head. It's like the moment you think you have a problem, if you think you have a problem, you'll create a problem. Mm. So just stop whatever it is. Like if you've got to put a post-it note up in your bathroom mirror where you brush your teeth or something or anything on your fridge, something, and it's like just write on a note, you know, a problem into possibility. Or, you know, because if you stop mm. and go, if this wasn't a problem, what possibility could this be? And, I mean, I have some great stories with that. I just, if I can do this real quick story, I went to, someone recommended I go to Langkawi in Malaysia because we do these massive events away and we hire these huge resorts, et cetera. And they recommended I go to this um, resort and check it out for an event. And I went and I got there really late at night and they put me in the best room and I woke up in the morning and went, oh, this is their best room. I don't think this is going to work, you know. And I went downstairs early and I looked around and I was like, this is just so not the the energy of what we require. And I'm oh, in this wow. Office, and I'd just been traveling and I was tired and I was having a meeting with the general manager in like two hours time. And I was like, it's not going to work. And I rang my partner at the time and I said, can you start looking at tickets to get me out of here? Because I just didn't want to hang out. I wanted to get home. And then, then I started walking around and I spent an hour walking around going, if this wasn't, because this was a problem essentially, right? I'd just flown all the way mm-hmm. there and done all this. What possibility could be available? And I mm-hmm. went to see if I could hire a car. I couldn't get a car, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sat down with the general manager. And this is the second part that I really, as I've gotten older and more involved in business, I think there's a place of honesty that you can be, not all the time, but sometimes, and I spoke down with the general manager and he went to sort of talk to me about the place. And I went, you know what, this isn't going to work. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste mine. And I was really honest that this wasn't going to work. And we were looking for something different. And he goes, he puts his papers down. He said, so what are you looking for? 
And I just told him what I was looking for. And he used to run the whole tourism for Langkawi in Malaysia. And he said, I think I, I think I know what, what, what I can do for you. And he went and got me a map and he mapped out all these different places. And he said, these are the three that I think you need to go look at. And I said, I can't get a car. And he said, I'm going to lend you a car. And he lent me a car and made appointments for me at these three places. The first one I went to, I walked in, I was like, this is it. This is beautiful. And I found it. So, but if I had gone to, this is a problem, this is not going to work. Like notice mm-hmm. the mindset. This is a problem. This is yeah. not going to work. I'm block, fine. Block, block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have been out of there. But when you ask a question, which functioning from possibility is literally being in question. Okay, so what else is possible here? Mm. You know, what's available that I've not yet looked at? And speak to people. Love and the way speak you in your truth that. as well. Yeah, engage. Like I was like, hey, I'm so grateful mm. you're meeting with me, but this is just not going to work. Like I'm not going to try and pretend this is going to work and then a week later write you an email and say, no, we did something else. I was like, this is not what we're looking for. It's just not what mm. we're looking for. And the fact that I was honest mm. with that created a different element and a different engagement and turned mm. it into amazing possibility and we went to Lankari I think for like three years in a row to this beautiful resort that you know had that because I was in question so this yeah, yeah. area and and I know you know people listening all the time and I they go oh yeah but you don't know about my problem yeah I don't know about your problem but do you know what I do know is you create your reality and mm. you create your reality by thinking you have a problem anything mm. can be turned into a possibility anything yeah, yeah. It's, it's the perception of that isn't yeah. it yeah yeah I'd love for you to share about your journey what you do now you're talking about you're traveling around doing these events you do fantastic programs you enjoy business programs as well so let's just dive into your entrepreneurship journey and mm-hmm. and, and 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 share with us you know what are the things that you're doing now that help transform other people's lives yeah well so access consciousness is is what I who I work with. Like that's the main business, as I mentioned before, and I am one of the main facilitators of access. But how it started was I had a business of my own called Good Vibes for You, and I was working in the music industry, doing merchandise or creating T-shirts and everything that had inspirational sayings on them, because my desire for a really long time since I was a teenager was to. I used to put it, change the world and create vulnerability with, with people because it didn't make sense to me. I'd look around and go, why are people doing this trauma and drama? Why are they vilifying each other? Why is this happening? There's got to be something else. I'd look at nature and look at nature and be like, this is phenomenal, you know, and we're choosing this. So I was always inspired to inspire myself and inspire others, however mm. that looked. Mm. So I I had that business and that's through that business. I met Gary Douglas, the founder of access. And that was like 22 years ago. And so started working with access, but I started working with them with the business side of it, which I loved for 18 years. I was the worldwide coordinator and, you know, I was talking to people about business, et cetera. And that's hence why I wrote the book joy of business, because I had this conversation with Gary once and I said, I don't get it. Why this person is choosing something, you know, and he went, what do you mean? I said, well, it's business and business is joyful. And he looked at me and he went, what are you talking about? And I mm. said, business is joyful. People choose business for the joy of it. And he went, Simone, they don't. And we had this back and forth, like, no, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And he said, you have to get your different. 
And it, I was in, actually in Perth, Western Australia. And oh, I wow. remember Subiaco. And I remember standing there going, and it was just this download that I went, oh, wow. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember it, reading that in your book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought, oh, if only I knew that back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it, it helped me. I think it really helped me acknowledge the difference I am. And I think we all need to do that because mm. what what I found is what you are great at, most people just dismiss. Like mm. if you're great at it, you know, I was I was talking to you before we went live about your rapping and I'm like, yeah. you get that's a skill, right? Like that's not everyone can do that. <laughs> and when you're great at something, you sort of dismiss it and go, anyone can do that. It's yes. like, that's yeah. fun. You are unique. Mm. You are brilliant. You are mm. different. Have a look at that and claim, own and acknowledge it sort of thing. So yeah. I, then when I put that all into a, a book and I started doing seminars and to be honest, standing on stage, I was like, well, this is a waste of time. I could be, you know, running a business or creating a business rather than just talking about it. And I had wow. some people come up and, and say thank you and I could just see how grateful they were and what it was changing in their life. And I went, oh, that mm. matches the energy of what it is I want to create in the world. Mm. So then they kept doing seminars and and ran the business of access. Like we were in four countries. I think we're in like about 176 countries now. Mm. And I increased that business dynamically. And But then I started facilitating more and Gary and Dane, who I work with, were like, you know, we'd really like you to facilitate more. And it was an interesting choice to make because I really loved the business side of it. And I had to sort of let go, let go of control again of a bunch of things to allow other people to contribute so I could do what I do as well. And I, and I mm. think that's really important in business is to acknowledge the moment that you need to let go of something so that you become useless in an area and you allow others to contribute because when mm. you become useless, you will end up creating something different and something more, something greater. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Share everyone with everybody, what is this conscious access workshop programs? I just I just watched a video this morning, as I said, while they were warming up. And I know that you're in Italy and your internet was going on and off. And you know, there, were, there was people literally in every country around the world. Right. Uh, 17,000 people have watched this so far. It was only a few months ago, ladies, but, you know, literally, you know, she's, she's, she's touching people in all over the world with this education information. Can you share a little bit about it? Yeah, so Access Consciousness is basically a set of tools and processes, you know, designed to change any area of your life that you think is not working for you. Because most people think they have a money problem, a relationship problem, something with their body, you know, family, kids, parenting, all of it. There's, a you know, five or six really common things that we think we're not good at. But mm. I don't think that's true. I think if we change our mindset and look at it in a different perspective, then we might find that we are capable in different area, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's that. So but we have, we have, gosh, we had so much. We have body processes, like we do. One of them is called bars, which is touching 32 different points on your head. And the oh, best yes, I remember I reading that. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and we have people in Perth that can do bars. If you, if you want, I can set you up with that. And they just, like, when you touch these points, it's sort of almost like just pressing a delete button on your computer. Like you're deleting all the 
all the crap, all of the thoughts and the feelings and mm. the emotions that you use to sort of stop you rather than just let it go. Like you have a blank slate, a blank new canvas, you know. So you've got bars. And then I travel around the world and a lot online as well and do classes on on business and um, business done different, relationships done different as well. I've got a class coming up soon called Choice Choice for Wealth. I do a lot of the advanced classes in access as well because we have thousands of facilitators around the world. Mm. So there's, there's classes on everything you can think of from, like I said, money, business, relationships, you know, bodies. We even have one called Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider, which is one of my favorites. I don't facilitate that, but I love horses. So I love going to those classes and, and playing with horses. So, yeah. Oh, I'd love that class too. No, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's lots of things. Mm. But basically, you know, our point of view is consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. Mm. And my three aspects I would say is I would really like people to start trusting themselves more. Like don't trust me. I'm even going to say don't trust Annette. It's like trust you. Yeah. Like trust you. Like if anything mm. that we're talking about is true for you, then great. You know, if mm. you get inspired by something, awesome. Like choose mm. you. But you yeah. are the only one that knows what is right for you. That is imperative to me. And I, I really, with access tools, it's so much is about empowering you to know, you know, mm. what you know and to come out of judgment because you're not wrong. And it's mm. like you've never been wrong. And what if there is so much more available? I, I look around all the time and I'm like, oh, my God, this is our life. It's like are you living it to, you know, the full extent? What mm. if the purpose of life was to have fun? You know, are you mm. having it? Like that's the sort of energy. Yeah. So interesting. Something that you said about the pain points and, and releasing different parts, yeah. Like an, an alt delete. I remember listening to Michael Beckwith and he was saying he's he's got Agape Church, so he does spiritual teachings and he, I was listening to one of his, his, I don't know, speeches that he was doing and he said, I had this neck pain. And he goes, and I kept going to the chiropractor for years with this neck pain. And he said, and then one day he said, someone asked me a question and it was like, what am I not listening to in my life? I can't remember. I'm not articulating how he actually said it, but it was genius when he said it. And he said, and I've been thinking about doing agape and creating this church and just doing all my my speeches and enlightenment. And he said, and I decided to launch it. Yeah. And he said, and you wouldn't believe, he goes, I didn't realise, a couple of months later, I didn't realise that my neck pain had gone away. And when I moved to Western Australia, it was a very quick decision because my husband was always his wish was to to raise our son here in Western Australia to raise our son and I said well look we've got a ticket over there in December and I'm winding my mastermind down at the moment I really don't know where to point my compass so if you feel called let's do it and as soon as we got here a couple of weeks in my back just broke down big time and I have been seen doing physio Cairo for four and a half months, uh, four and a half years. And I started working with a spiritual teacher about a year ago. And it's been uncovering all this stuff about grounding and, you know, really me not taking charge of where I want to go. We've been doing a lot. I'm not articulating this 
anyway in how it's really broken through. But sure enough, as soon as I started to go, I just want to do fun. I want to bring fun things in. I want to do these products. I want to do this. I don't want to just be known for sales. I don't know why I went down that track. I love fitness and dance. I obsess about health and fitness and motivational stuff. And as soon as I started to do that, the back started to heal. Boom, 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 boom. Back dancing again. Launched my first dance class this week. Bang. Back's even better. So I love what you're saying, which is you might think that you've got the money problem but it's normally somewhere else that we need to work on to be able yeah. to unblock that yeah. in a way. And and I think your body is amazing. Like our bodies are such a gift and they're, they're so phenomenal and they're always giving us information. And I have a good friend of mine, Dr. Dane here, he, he was a chiropractor for years and he said, Simone, there's not one client that came into my office who was, it was just physical. It was always had to do with something else. And yeah. so... I mean, one of the things with neck pain, I would say, who's the pain in the neck? Who or what is the pain in the neck? And then with back, well, quite often one of the questions we would ask is, you know, what power and potency are you hiding behind you? Mm. Which to me that is the way you just described that as well. It's like, you know, that power and potency of choosing joy. Like how many people literally choose their life based on joy or that they yeah. choose it based on, you know, what they think they have to do or trying to please mm. others? It's like yeah. Is for you that's a whole different reality that's a yeah. whole different reality. yeah so yeah and our bodies are continuously giving us information so mm. i love that that's brilliant fabulous before we move into our final questions i'd love to know is there any upcoming events that you have if people go oh my gosh she's just <laughs> i just want to yeah. learn more from her where can they go what can they learn more about what have you got coming up I do a lot of more of the advanced stuff, but I do have, if you go to my website on simonemelissas.com, you'll see all the classes because there's, I have some things that, you know, don't have many prerequisites or none, but there's, I actually have a three month body membership coming up and it's called Hello Bodies. Bodies oh. are amazing. Yeah. So, and we'll do like a call every two weeks and there's a whole lot of things that that's involved in that yeah. starting in December because for me, I've gained so much awareness with my body over the years and different things that have shown mm. up and, from breaking bones to whatever. And it's like, I think if we start to listen to our body, there's a whole different, you know, possibility. Yeah. About it. I have a business done different class coming up, which is online only in December. So mm-hmm. that's a good one. Yeah. Apart from that, I'm in Europe and yeah. And then I'm coming home and I'm going to Illaru for a oh, week. Oh, nice. In November, nice and hot. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, we'll put the links there, ladies, and even we'll, we'll put the links to the actual website, but to the classes and then some of the individual classes as well that she's mentioned. So you'll have everything there if you scroll below. Simone, however you want to answer this, whatever comes to you, I would love for you to be able to share a piece of advice for the woman who she's in the startup. She mm-hmm. is you know, going through the trenches, she's she's made the jump from employment to entrepreneurship. So she's feeling, you know, needing to get the cash in and wanting to get the business out there and wanting people to buy and getting, you know, getting that momentum. I'd love for you to give a piece of advice for her. And then a piece of advice for the lady. She's now got the numbers on the board. She's now really feels good in running a business and she's ready to up level. She's ready to take it to another level or she's ready to go to another level. 
and, yeah. and either scale or go in another direction. Piece of advice to either of them. Okay, so number one, the first one, when you're just starting, keep going, keep going, keep going, and just don't quit and don't wait for anyone or anything. Like don't put something off for tomorrow. You want to make a call, make that call today because every single time you take action today, something different shows up and you create a different future. But if you keep putting things for tomorrow, everything's going to be for tomorrow. And it's like mm. you can receive so much by just taking action every day, every day. What action can I take? And ask the question, where is my energy required today? Mm. Yeah. Number two, I sort of briefly touched on it before, but I would say, what would it take to make yourself useless? And it's a really hard, it's easy to say, and it's a hard one for people to do because they're like, useless? What do you mean? Like, you know, I am the business or I'm whatever. No, if you honestly start to look at if you were useless in your business, what does that mean? Oh, you're surrounded by really capable people and they're doing so many different things and contributing. And are you actually truly going to be useless and just mm. drinking wine watching Netflix? No. If you aim to make yourself useless, I can guarantee you you're going to create something greater and you're going to step into something even bigger. Oh, I love that so much. That is so, we have never, ever had that on the show. I absolutely love it. The going back to the startup with the action, I always feel when we're creating that action and moving towards something that we really feel called to, I feel like that is really showing that we do want it and we we are yeah. wanting like it's it's yeah. it's proof. It's proof. We're not yeah. blocking it. It's like, okay, I'm just gonna take the actions, I'm just gonna trust it, just gonna trust this feeling, or these steps will get me to the next answer or the next door or yeah. the next window we need to crawl through. <laughs> and and I would also add, as you take that action, just don't listen to everyone else around you. Like listen and don't mm. listen. I listen to everybody and especially financial advisors, accountants, lawyers, you know, friends, whatever, all of that. But I listened to hear what was that whisper that worked for me. And I'd go, oh, that, mm. oh, that piece, that piece, that piece. And you pull it out and choose what you know works for you because mm. we're all so different and we're unique and you've, you've, got yeah. you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. You've got it. You're more brilliant than you think you are. Yeah. I, what was that whisper that meant something for me? Yeah. Is that what you just yeah, said? That's you, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You hear something. And, mm. and you, you listen to a conversation, like especially I had a point, my father was an accountant and I had a point of view that all accountants knew everything and lawyers knew everything until I realized they didn't. <laughs> and I was, and so I would start listening and I'd be like, oh, that piece. Cause you know, it pings. Like I go, it's yeah. almost like bold and italic. It pings mm. and you go that, 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 that. Mm. And I also started asking people who were, in my, this is funny, but in my tax jurisdiction, so that's Australia because I, I work with so many people around the world and I would ask people who are more successful than me, I would ask them questions. How did you set that up? How did you set that business up? Do you mind if I ask you a few questions about how mm. you had this business running? How did you set this up? How, and, you know, the old saying is most people who are really successful and are millionaires, they're not, they actually desire for you to be successful. Mm. You don't see a famous athlete trying to make other people not be an athlete. Mm. It's the people who are not successful that want to drag you down. Yeah. And take it or leave it, but ask some questions. Ask mm. questions. We had Janine Alice from Boost Juice. And mm. I remember what I really took away from that interview was when she was starting Boost Juice, and I think she was just opening up a second store and she was learning about 
retail and premises and leasing. And what I heard was her just asking every question, saying, I don't understand this, going through contracts in terms of leasing. She said it didn't matter who it was. She said, I wanted to know every single thing so I understood. She goes, no, I was never scared to ask. And, you know, look at her now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, my accountant, I, when I go to their office, I'm a bit, I go, okay, can we, because I've got, you got 30 minutes in me before I start to go, what? And I'm like, can we go on the whiteboard? I love a whiteboard. Draw it out for me. And yeah. then I'll be like, I can see the way that works. You're not an accountant. You don't have to know all mm. of that. That's their job. So don't be afraid to yeah. ask someone a question. Ask a, yeah. I mean, a bank manager, ask them a question or whatever, but also they're in it for them. What do you know, you know? Mm, yeah well look at the start of the interview you were talking about before this interview you just went for a run and it was just that movement and I always say that this I really 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 want to encourage women just to get back into their body you know we're at our desk all day some of us and we're on the phone and I really feel like it's a matter of reconnecting and for me it's always about what is the one thing that you do that makes you the happiest version of you so I would love to know from you Simone what is something that you do that you know when you do it it brings your vibration so high that you're the happiest version of you what would it be okay the one thing I'm going to say is like which one will I pick I know it, it, is, it is move my body and I am so different like I've just been in Costa Rica so I was riding my horse every day which was so fabulous but then I get home here and I have a fabulous personal trainer and I, I like martial arts I studied martial arts for a long time so oh, wow. I'll do with him or but I, I guess it's move my body and ask it questions because the other thing I do is sometimes when I'm sitting down on it all the time and I'm on stage I'm sitting when I'm on stage for you know a few days you automatically, your hamstrings get so short. So then in a hotel room, I've, the big joke anyone I work with is they go, Simone's yoga mat there because <laughs> I always ah. ask for a yoga mat because I've, I've Googled in YouTube, there's amazing videos. And I started by Googling and found this guy who was doing stretching for hamstrings. So even in the morning before I went on stage, I'd wake up and just do 20 minutes of stretching mm-hmm. my hamstrings, my hip flexors, because if you're wearing high heels, all of this, and it's like yeah. being, you know, your body is good enough to sit down there with you. So what are you going to give to it? You know, Pilates, I love Pilates. So I didn't have one movement I do. I have lots of movement. And I'm yeah. I'm keen. I'll do things like put music on and dance in my kitchen as well. So Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for just sharing your genius today. And I'm sure that everyone would have been loved to be stuck in an elevator with you without a five-minute pitch. We would love to have like a three-day pitch (laughs) of your incredible mind and education. (laughs) Ladies, we will have everything there for you to find out more about Simone and to learn about her classes. And are you active on social media at all? Is there anywhere that it can go they you on instagram or facebook at all instagram, instagram and facebook and it's my name i mean i have a great name for googling because it's simone millis's my handle is at simone millis's same as facebook and everything yeah. there's no other simone millis basically that yes, i found yeah, so far yeah. she's the one and only <laughs> yeah. love it like us all ladies like us all 
Uh, thank you so much and um, best wishes to you. Thank you. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you are the happiest person that you know. I'm out.